You're serious? You don't know. <laughs> Everybody knows you never go full retard. What do you mean? Check it out. Dustin Hoffman, Rayman, look retarded, act retarded, not retarded. Count two picks, cheated cards, autistic, show, not retarded. You got Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Slow, yes, retarded, maybe, braces on his legs, but he charmed the pants off next to him. He won a ping pong competition. That ain't retarded. He was a goddamn war hero. Right. You know any retarded war heroes? You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. You don't buy that? Ask Sean Penn, 2001, I am saying. Remember? Went full retard. Went home empty handed. And welcome back to. WTF and Fun a Deal. I'm Spicy Ryan, and yesterday I stopped at a pedestrian crossing for more than half a dozen people across, and a very autistic guy in a bike rewarded me by giving me the finger as he crossed with... The Fox Danger, who doesn't make random people on the street angry. I, I just, all I did was stop at the crossing, as you do, to let the fucking people cross the street. And this guy just stood out very much, because, uh, yeah... Uh, just give me the finger as he goes by. I'm like, what, what the fuck did I? I started laughing. I go, what the fuck did I do? Wow. <laughs> I go, I it's, it's, uh, it's, it's Friday, guys. Yeah. See, is, you're like a walking, talking, like, advertisement as to why you should live in New Jersey, I'm sure. <laughs> it's a Jersey thing, you know? It just... Yeah, everyone's an asshole. Over just, just imagine this guy in a bike. Like, that's all I ever get from it. Like, <laughs> Just imagine this guy in a bike. Fuck this guy. Give him a finger. Yeah, how dare, how dare you come to a stop in front of me and allow me to cross safely. It wasn't downs, but it was something. Okay. <laughs> so today, today we're going to have a brief rendezvous, then we'll be through with you. We're about to have the update land next week with the epilogue of the Voracious Resurgence, which I also finished the Voracious Resurgence this weekend, and it was very good. Yeah. I heard you had a, a bit of an issue when you went to go solo. With the I didn't know you could keep calling trust back, so I was alone without trust, and it was uh, it became quite a slog as a black mage alone without trust. Yeah, that's definitely the the handicap way in there for sure. Yes, it, it was a challenge. So I got Akin in there, and him and I, him on Corsair, and I on Black Mage sub White Mage, doing all the healing, and we were skill training and magic bursting as you do with those jobs, and it was it was fucking awesome. It was it was great to. We weren't really calling it out. I saw he was doing something. I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna close that. And then I burst it, oh, and I, and that was that was the fun. And he was, there was no one else to heal him because the trust kept dying. Even when I call him back, so I had to keep making sure he didn't die because you are definitely in danger of dying in that fight. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's why I was really glad that I did mine on dancer. That, that's why I was saying before that um, I found a way to like cheese it on accident because it doesn't interact with your TP. Yeah, it so it heal itself. Yeah. Great fight though, great battlefield, great story, great music, great everything. That was that was awesome. I don't know, man, I was medium on the battlefield. The fight's fine for sure. It wasn't cloud it's of darkness. Definitely a lot harder than it's harder than cloud of darkness. Oh, yeah, I liked it was harder than cloud. Of darkness. It was the only hard thing about the whole fucking thing was a joke until that. I'm like, oh, finally, this is a good last fight for once because uh, the mechanics are yeah. different and everything. But the the battlefield is not the the cloud of darkness for sure. But it definitely is a nice looking battlefield. It was definitely really weird how it didn't seem to scale properly. Because, like, even the fight right before it, I basically one-shot. Like, I just rolled up and just, like, yeah. double climactic. That's kind of like Wings of the Goddess, exploded. where it was a pretty easy round one and round two was a lot more difficult. I guess. 
I don't know. I, I'm not, uh, I don't want to come off as like, I wasn't satisfied with it. Cause like the final fight was fine. It's just, they really built up this like maelstrom mage as like some sort of like <laughs> intimidating thing in the story. And then I just walked up and like basically dropped trow on his face. <laughs> so like I immediately go into the chaos fight thinking that's going to be the case. Spoilers by the way. If you've done um, any part of I it. I go into that fight thinking, yeah, I mean, halfway through, you know what it's going to be, right? But I go into that fight thinking it's going to be that same way, too. So I just, like, walked up and started climactic chaining him. And I get him to 50% super fast. I'm thinking, man, this is going to be simple. And then all of a sudden he's at full health and he's taking no damage. And I'm like, oh, I got to figure this out. Yeah. You know, Fox, so I... It threw me for a loop. Did, did you pick Madonna's ring, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I picked, I picked that and that caused a whole fucking conundrum today, as you know. Oh? Why? Because... Oh, is that is that... Part of why you're doing yeah, well, that's, you did the whole Lua thing? Yeah, that's that's why. Because I wanted to work in quick magic because now I have the extra fast cast to do it. And the problem became that I can't have a premature nucleation go off there and miss the, the magic burst window. I it's nucleation. Yeah, premature nucleation. You know, it happens, but you don't want it to happen to you. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you know, it happens to everyone, just not me. And I, I'm like, okay, so I'll just make a rule. And I started reworking my skill chain rule that I have. And it yeah. it would have worked somewhat. And it would have worked fine enough for me. But then it became like a, you, know, you had to jump in. And whenever you jump in, it's going to get, it's going to go up a notch here. It's like Emerald. It's going to go bam. <laughs> uh, it definitely became a more complicated thing than I think it needed to be. That's for sure. Yeah. So now you've, for what did it take, a couple hours, you wrote, you wrote that thing. Well, I wrote most of it very quickly. It was the last part where I was just trying to debug the the just it working properly at the end that that uh, that took the most time, I would say. Yeah, because it wasn't. I guess it, it's, it broke stuff. It is, I guess to some people it might look complicated looking at it, but it's really not that complicated. It just basically sets a timer, checks where you're at on the timer, and then returns true or false based on the timer. So what we're talking about here is like a part that you can add to your Lua. Um, that determines whether or not uh, you should switch into a quick magic set or a regular fast cast set, and that's so that you don't accidentally have the uh, the pre-nucleation um, premature issue. nucleation. Yeah, the premature nu- nucleation issue like during magic bursts. So, because I've had that happen too, where I'm like, oh, why do I have quick magic on? Mm-hmm. And then there's those times where quick magic like double procs during your magic burst. That's what you want. It's glorious because yeah. now I have to hunt on a Dalmatica. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta get it done. Really? Is that, is, that has to be part of your set. What are you it talking does. about? I don't want to use the Permeed Cape because I get to keep my MP up and have the ten percent fast cast there. And the Dalmatica will give me the last three percent quick cast I need, and it has six percent fast cast on it itself. You don't ever get it in your fast cast set, so it's fine. I had a capped one, a capped HQ Dalmatica that I actually threw away at one point because I'm like, I don't need this. Anymore. I never thought I was gonna need it. <laughs> now, now I'm like Nidhog. I uh, fucking yeah, uh, fucking. T? Uh, where am I going to get this? Uh, login so points? I actually went one for one on that Dalmatica when it was made. Like, do you have to make a new Dalmatica every time you try to augment them? No, you just have to get more tatters. Oh, cool. Yeah, you don't lose the Dalmatica. Yeah, I remember I remember when I, I came back to the game for like a couple months in like 2013. My buddy was on. He's like, dude, check out this synergy thing. Because like, I didn't know what it was. And he's like, quick, throw your, throw your Dalmatica in here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Because like, I didn't want to get rid of it because I remember the hell I went through to get it. And so I put the uh, I put the Dalmatica in there and it pops out and he's like, what the fuck? And it was like the, the perfect augments on it or whatever. <laughs> he's it's like, I've been trying to get perfect augments on mine forever. Yeah, because my I have the, the Witful Belt, which is 
I have the yeah. Empodians, it's 2%, that's 5. I have the Labisha ring, which is 3. And if you had the Weatherspoon ring here, that would finish you off, but I do not, because I have the Shenetic ring, the ring everyone should have. Unless you're a hardcore ranger, and... Or someone who really wants to cap fast cast. Or someone who really wants to cap fast cast. So my options are 4% cape, which I don't want to do. I can do, I don't want to do it. And the body, which would have fast cast and quick magic, which seems like the optimal usage of the slot there. Aren't you, like, losing more off the body? Than no, the body is 12 to 13%. I'd be keeping 6. The cape is 10%. So I'm losing 4 to gain 3 instead of losing 10 to gain 3. No, I'm oh. losing 6. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm keeping an extra 4 fast cast by doing that. I could do fucking basic math in my head at fucking four. It's oh, six. Okay. Six to seven I'm losing instead of losing ten. Mm, it's been a while since I've looked at it. Yeah, it's been a while since I had as well. I was, for the Chaos fight, I was working on my Black Mage Cure set. I didn't even know I didn't have a Black Mage Cure cape that it was calling in my <laughs> I'm like, I don't even own this cape. That's her placeholder for you. Now was I, it just a placeholder? Or? It just didn't exist in my inventory. It was the Tyrannus.Cure <laughs> and I don't own the any of those oh, I know what you did. Yeah, I did replace because all. Because you built it up your Blue Mage Lua, mm -hmm. yeah, and you replaced all the Tyrannus mm -hmm. with Murder. So now I have that, mm -hmm. and my cures are bitching on Black Mage, let me tell you. <laughs> bitching cures. They're like a thousand. So good. Imagine missing 30 mind and 10% cure potency. It makes a difference. Oh yeah, man. Yes, it does. I also changed my other sets around now that I have other sets to work in, so I took off some other stuff for better gear. Hey man, at least you're still finding stuff to work on. That's oh yeah, I, I fucking love Black Mage, man. I wanna, I wanna get all those nooks and like the quick magic thing may seem small, but if you can get an extra sixty k or fifty k, whatever, even depends on your nuking. Could be cap damage again from a quick cast, uh, one yeah. out of ten cast. That is a big deal on that job that needs it. So yeah, for sure. And I know a lot of people shy away from quick magic, but I just try to always use it when it's available. Yep. Even in small amounts, but like yeah, if you can go to ten percent, you'd be surprised how often that hits and. For on jobs like Red Mage, yeah, on jobs like Red Mage, like you can use like conserve MP as well as like the actual quick magic proc conserving UMP as well, and it uh, it all adds up quite a bit. So there's like a lot of jobs that really want it. I also apparently here I was directed to this thread, which was quite a sad laugh. Another person has gone public complaining about the use of the term mentally deficient in the one to one nineteen guide. It oh. is toxic and unwelcoming asshole. Okay. I thought that was good. So that continues to be the my favorite part of writing a guide has been mentally deficient. What is what is your what is your defense? Because this hasn't this has come up a lot. It has this is someone made a whole thread here about it. They're like, what are the definitive guides is the name of the thread? And they they complained immediately that one, it was not quick for being in quick start, which I think that's false. It's very condensed. And two, this It's not quick. <laughs> it's not quick. Yeah. But in this kind of attitude isn't productive or helpful in introducing new players to the game. I pretty much assumed that a 20-year-old MMO is very hard to get into was going to breed elitism, and this guide solidified that. Luckily, I already have a normal friend to play with, but still. I have a normal friend. I feel like this guy's friend was the guy in the bike crossing the street. <laughs> so this is a weird sort of person. Like, like, how are they gonna? How are they gonna be mad at you for using, you know, mentally deficient while also trying to define someone as normal too? Yeah, that's 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 almost me. like they're it's almost like they're living breathing hypocrite. I, what do I want me to say? Fucking retarded. I mean, I guess that's what I'm supposed to say. Apparently, I, I was saying that I mean, so I didn't say retarded. I I typically don't try to like intentionally trigger people like that. You know, like you do. It was, but I mean, at the same time, like I look at that sort of thing and I go, man, people have really thin skin, or they just want to be the hero of a cause. 
was that nobody wanted. It's it's tongue in cheek. Um, it was supposed to be we don't say tune and guild here. That was what that's too. That's that's well, what mentally yeah. deficient people say. That's supposed to be tongue in cheek. But as you know, Fox, the Valkyrie Dunes was the meat grinder separating people who continue playing the game from people who quit the game then and there in the Dunes. Just like <laughs> the frequently asked questions <laughs> section of the the guide there separates out the prospective players from the ones that can't handle reading mentally deficient. <laughs> After Avarganhan happened, uh, a lot of people like quit in the mire too. There's a lot of people who just couldn't stand that grind. And I like the. Mire. I remember the, the quicksand quicksand caves in like the late 40s or whatever. Like that was another thing that people didn't like. The mire felt like dangerous at all times. You had to go there because you go and fight those imps, and they're weak. But if you're alone, they're fucking dangerous. And it, the mire felt, alone, they wait around every corner. The mire was like uh, the hot candle wax in a nipples kind of zone. Like you know, it's just it's as that that sometimes thing. stacked three high in a trench coat. In a trench coat. It is it's a thrill. Right. I've decided that I'm going to slim down the big section of why I have to come to Asura and, and double down on the mentally deficient and put only the intellectually malnourished play on Asura. Intellectually malnourished. Yes, intellectually you know, malnourished. It's even friendlier. Yeah. You, actually, I can't see anyone being coming upset with that. Oh. So that's not even a potential slide against like neurodivergence or anything like that. It's just uh, like that on its own just basically says that, you know, you don't do a lot of things that cultivate your ability to learn, which is true of a lot of these folks. I can't disagree with it, man. Otherwise, Fox, how have you been? Um, It's been okay. Man, I've been playing a shit ton of Fire Emblem Engage, that's for sure. Yeah, it's um, good to hear you finally have something you're having as far fun as with. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that that game is that game is actually really fun. As long as you pretend no story exists, and for the people <laughs> out there who played it, they definitely know what I'm talking about because it is like the worst thing ever written. But the gameplay is phenomenal. So I don't know. It's 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 very polarizing. Um, but when I'm not uh, when I'm not gaming there, like yeah, I am also still playing uh, FXI. Obviously, we're just still grinding our noses against the Bumba slot machine. I, I mean, I want it to die now at this point, so maybe I can start healing, and then maybe one day I can start feeling feelings again. Like, I don't hate the fight. I'm just so indifferent to the fight because the reward after it isn't even very good. But we're wasting all this time doing it instead of something like Sorty and, you know, grinding out all the massive points we need there. And it would just feel weird to it feels wrong to just like shortchange it and like have the group stop after we've come this far so it's just a matter of not getting magic accuracy down in every single fight like we have the worst luck ever um i would say a majority of our fights i i, I want to put like a number percentage on there but that's just me making up numbers but almost every fight we enter into on on number two we get the magic act down aura and when we don't get the magic magic act down aura we get the magic attack down aura. And it's always the first one. It's never the second. It's pretty bad. You guys have been getting close and you just keep getting fucked. Yeah. Your rounds ones have gotten better. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten it all the way down to, we got it to 8% on a round where we started with magic attack down as the first aura. We got it to 8 and timed out. The Kostra actually would have been lethal, which is really, really upsetting. You're going to get it eventually. I think you're just all tired of it. Yeah, yeah, we just, we just don't like the fights and I mean, I still hate the body the most, fight-wise, because at least you get to do two different things during Bumba. But I think the main issue with the Bumba fight is the waiting around after round one. Because, like, after you do that first Zerg, you just kind of have to stand there and look at the dragon for, like, seven minutes. And then you get to play again, and it really 
destroys the pacing of of the run because like you're doing an event with like five other people that you play with all the time and you know you're you're you go in you're making jokes you know you're fighting that you're fighting the mob and then like everyone dies and everyone has to get raised and it's like oh i gotta go get something to drink now and now we're just like standing there for seven <laughs> minutes not saying anything because we're just fucking waiting at this point it's, it's like we're at the fucking bumba dmv oh no trying trying to renew our fucking naomi license that's, that's basically what this feels like like i personally don't hate the dmv but man i really don't like going there so that's basically that is there. the greatest the greatest analogy i think i've heard you made for this game before. <laughs> the bumba dmv the bumba yeah, dmv yeah, trying to renew our naomi yeah dude. so i don't know i've also been trying to like help the newer people who have shown up in the in the link shell I've heard you were doing some E ambuscades. Yeah. And I'd say the biggest criticism I have, and this is like the same as all new people, is that they just don't have the DT sets. And sometimes they try to fly too close to the sun. <laughs> so the, these fellows, uh, the, the more recent ones I've been working with, are actually, it's actually been pretty refreshing because they seem to know their limits and they seem to be working towards obtainable goals. So it's really nice to see that from a new player rather than people just burning their way to, you know, whatever failure they want to fail at later because they don't understand anything. Like, they actually seem to be doing the content as a duo. They're summoning trust and trying to get through it. Like, it, it's it's really cool to see that, like, nowadays. Like, I haven't I hadn't seen anyone, like, attempt that sort of thing in a long time. So I have no problem helping them. And I usually go on, like, Geo or something so that they can feel cool while they're doing it. I don't know. That's just, that's just me. I, I like doing that sort of thing. I just stopped it for such a long time because people were just shit birds about it yeah like i would help people and then they look that gift horse in the mouth so it, ever since you've been done with school this term it seems like on the game and in general you seem like you're doing like you're a lot happier in terms of not being tired or worn out and you're actually going and doing stuff on game and stuff you might not normally do and it sounds like you're actually having some fun for once well i'd say that that project thing i complained about for many weeks like that put a lot of things in perspective as far as like what actually sucks. I feel like <laughs> it's after I had to be kicked I, in the dick to know better. I guess so. And I, and I guess that's, that's something you, you kind of forget about over time. Right. Because you know, I, I, I worked before, like I worked some pretty robust jobs uh, before going back to school. And when I went back to school, like I kind of started becoming a princess, like everything was just kind of easy going and everything was kind of, kind of cool. And then I remember what it was like to have like everyone around you fail <laughs> and it mattered this last quarter. So putting that back into perspective, like all this, sh for example, like all this shit we deal with with Bumba or like if something goes down on the game and like people are like freaking out about stuff, it's like, why does any of this matter? Cause like, this is, this is so non, non relevant to anything useful. Like it, it's just a game guys. So I, that's, that's part of the reason why I'm having difficulty, like being upset with the Bumba fights. Is because I it doesn't feel like toiling in that same way that I had to when I was working on that project. That's for sure. It's only game. Why you have to be mad? I guess, but rather than just being the guy that parrots that, like <laughs> I just try to like bring it as an atmosphere. Your backhanded compliments things. are always on point. Yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I like I went to do all the. We basically did like all of the uh, the end game big air quotes content with a. Uh, with a few of your people last night, like I went with you guys, hmm. and we basically did like all of the end game stuff that exists in the game that isn't Dynamis, oh, <laughs> and like we just ran it over. And 
like more than know. usual too that having all this yeah. stuff uh v30 uh r30 on your gear is oh man it's pathetic this is bad yeah, even prime weapons yet forget about the prime weapons man yeah exactly i really hope that these new master trials whatever they bring out i really hope it's difficult because i really want to lose again in a way that's not bullshit like like with bumba it was a bunch of bullshit and with amanon yeah. it's bullshit i want a straight up fight that's like ida or um the fucking skimora whatever the hell it is in the basement those fights, uh, they're a better example of a fair loss. If you lose to, especially E, or but FGH, if you lose to FGH, those are NMs that are, I think they're pretty right on. Uh, they'll, they'll destroy a lot of people. We're just at the higher end, so they don't destroy us anymore. That when we first started them, they were actually trouble. As, as you know, happens when you have something new. It's, it's typically a lot harder than it actually is, because it's new and you're, you're finding your way through it. But it's, it's the stuff that you have to TP drain or fucking cheese, like a Bumba and Aminon that I think are horribly balanced and ridiculously mechanically harder than the actual difficulty would be otherwise. If they were proper yeah. mechanics of these players are strong, they'll be fine here. You to do this or that other thing. It's just a bunch of nonsense because when you're in a timed event like that and you're trying to get other stuff done, you don't have time to be messing around with doing things in a way that makes sense. Because if you have 15 minutes for Bumba and you could do it, but doing it the proper way is going to take a lot of time too. And it's just, it's only like a game against the clock, not a game against actual difficulty. Or it's just, it's, it's stupid, I think. So having a hard at M again, because the match trials are an hour long, I think that's perfect in terms of how difficult the fight could be. Assuming they yeah. keep them an hour long. And I'm hoping that we can apply this stuff to it too, because I really like difficult stuff like that. I hope they go back and they look at the old master trials and they use those as a t template for the new ones. Like not to say that they're just copying and pasting stuff over and just rewriting the mob's name or something with like slightly higher stats like i'm not looking at something like that but i just hope that they they take the comparative difficulty level to the surrounding content of it and really bank on the fact that you have an hour to figure the fight out and to handle the mechanics within it because like a lot of those master trials before they were trivialized by odyssey gear and that's really what did it um a lot of those master trials were actually still fairly difficult into um into you know right up to odyssey yeah, they were. For the and time. they were just 99 content. Except Unafraid of the Dark wasn't too hard, but the other ones were hard. Yeah, but I mean, you could still lose. Yeah, and you, and you did. You, you, would, you would lose that one. If you, you know, the first, especially first when you had like that one person that still needed it, right? Because very rarely did you do a master trial and like everyone there was brand new to the master trial. It was always something that seems like was like handed down between people and groups. You know? It's like, here's how you do it. The Olympic going torch. In, yeah, yeah. You know, we're going into the, the master trial Olympics with with at least, you know, two, maybe three people who have done it, if not five, and that one person is just kind of along for the, you know, the initiation sort of thing. NBC Vanadil presents the 35th annual Master Trial. <laughs> right. But now we got Dark Knights going in and, and Tor Cleavering. Uh, Odin Alexander one to death. You got people like me using Sfari to kill, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to, to kill uh, Sealed Fate. Like, it's just, it's kind of a joke. So, yeah, hopefully they take the comparative difficulty that existed then and add it to now and not just disguise it with, you know, if this thing executes a TP move, you lose. Plus, their their favorite flavor of the day is feathers. So, plus yeah, feathers show up and I, ruin you. I'm kind of tired of the feathers, honestly, at this point. I'm really tired of feathers. Like, man, actually, when I, that's, that's actually my one criticism of the cast fight. When, when Chaos got to 50% and he healed to full 
And then he spawned fetters. I was like, is it really going to well, be Lady fucking Lilith again? No, well, here's the thing. I thought the fetters for chaos were actually a better use of fetters because they only happen when an NPC dies. Oh, sure. So if sure, it, sure. NPCs yeah, don't die, they don't happen. So it's not like he's calling out eight in a row to, to rape your fucking face every TP move. That's horrible. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, it may be a better use of fetters. And I, I completely agree that it is. I just, at this point, see fetters in everything they do. <laughs> yeah. And I just don't want to see them anymore. Spawn ads. Yeah, I, I Dude, spawn ads. clones, like, like in the fight right before it. Have chaos like split into multiple it, dragons. Yeah, he, him being like, clones would have made there's sense. So many be, things they could do because that's in the story. Yeah, uh, and having, like, carrots yelling at me for having and... spoilers, but that's it, yeah. I I don't say redacted. Redacted. Most people at this point, most people aren't even like watching it. They're just using fast CS if they're going. I it, I don't. So. I mean, I'm sure you can because some of the countries are long, but I think there's some really good writing in there. Actually, I mean, I care about that, but hey, not everyone likes that it was okay like, it started going downhill for me after the koopipi thing <laughs> well, that's early on so and then it just kind of became like koopipi's like mid, like like chapter two out of 11 so <laughs> it's, it's, it's the very start yeah you're not wrong so i i remember i wasn't upset with the story though. like the story was fine throughout but it's just not definitely not one i like koopipi so when she's i mean it's early enough that it's a spoiler i could say whatever so when she's requesting her favorite snack in the beginning as you do when you're koopipi because everything she does revolves around that food uh, oh i know why you like koopipi <laughs> it's not it's because you made a bunch of gill off oh oh well, man fuck did you see that did you see how much gill i made off that fucking, i made ridiculous. millions and millions of gill off of so that that one mission alone, I'm still selling the fish, the the ham size. I'm still. I mean, selling I those don't. Things. Those are 60k of fish fucks. That's so fun. People just won't fish them. They won't. Like I don't necessarily want to out what you're doing for like making gold. Well, it doesn't matter because I had to. St- I'm not farming more rolling berries, but the the, yeah. the pedal I had to stop doing because I was raping that pedal, and then some guy set his bots out there and just tanked the market by. It went from 500k to, to 70k, and he just didn't care because he just sent bots out there all day and night, and just he makes more spamming and shutting everyone out of the market than selling them for more. So the oh, the bots gross. the bots have ruined all of those things, by the way, that I'm talking about. Okay. I wonder if we're actually going to get to see some stuff because they they were talking about that right when they were coming up on the uh, the what's going to happen after the anniversary thing, uh-huh. and they said that they were going to be cracking down on the folks. That oh, oh, that'd be doing. lovely. Dude, it's it's everywhere. The the game is literally ruined by that at this point. The economy, everything you'd want to do and put your time into is all undercut by that. All the weapons everyone has yeah. wouldn't be possible without all the botting. It's just ridiculous. I feel like even without botting, like the, the market would be a little strange, but like you'd still be able to make remas because like there'd be a lot of people oh, doing ambuscade. Yeah, the ambuscade, but I'm saying that the people who bottle the currency in Alexandria, because bots farm both those events that make up all of those mules everyone gets their stuff from, there wouldn't be enough ambuscade in the server to supply everyone. It's those bots that supply all of it. That's true. There would probably be a lot less weapons. There wouldn't be all the currency from diversions if people weren't murking the winds because the mercs just sell all the currency. And we do too when we go Sunday because we did that last Sunday. That was a good time. I capped my dancer dagger. I'm I'm happy with that weapon. Nice. Yeah, I finally broke down and got plus two neck for once and... I don't think I'll be finishing it on the next one because it'd be impossible to finish one of those things in two weeks. But I'm contemplating over selling back my SU4 staff for Scholar, not really needing the subtle blow path, but I don't know. Maybe I should make it and keep it. Who knows? I tr- 
traded mine, so mine's like sitting there at rank one. Yeah, yeah, I didn't trade mine. Yeah, maybe you should sell it back. I mean, it doesn't seem like it'll be necessary. I speculated that we need it for Bumbo, but it's definitely not. You the just case. did zero nuke instead. Yeah, and exactly. when you can do you that, yeah, when you can do that, unless I'm meleeing with it, which why would I have the mythic? Then it just kind of seems yeah. a little pointless. I have I have the other path capped on uh, SU five for the enhancing duration. Oh, of region. Yeah, that's 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 mandatory in my mind because that's fucking awesome. But yeah, it's real good. So good. Yeah, I also picked up the the red mage plus two neck also because that one is way overdue for for me to have. I feel, so now I got another one to work on after. I feel like if I had nothing to work on, I'd still just come dancer because it's so fun in diversions. It's it's fucking awesome. Sure, I've talked about it many times, but it's just great. That was a lot of the reason why I decided the first two or the first plus two neck that I was going to pick up was ninja because like I really like the job. Uh, the job's really undersold by folks, and like now it has even worse shadow on it because of what they did to the dokoku, but. Which is a prime weapon for people who don't know, um, or the ridiculousness that's surrounding that. But like a lot of people don't do anything with that job, and like I've always liked going to Dynama or Dynama Dynama says it. Um, I just didn't really have a reason to anymore. So if I roll up and I get the plus two neck, it's like, hey, now I get a reason to play one of my favorite jobs again and actually do stuff on it. So, so yeah, man, if you want to go dance to dynamis just for the hell of you know the shits and grins of it and then i would just absolutely do so why not that or maybe i think we're at the point where we just need to have fun in this game and not necessarily be so like correct work oriented yeah no yeah no, I'm, I'm down to fun at this point i mean i would also go on black mage but i'm not getting out the level points for that because <laughs> that's my high i feel one. like i feel like it'd be more fun to do like sandy if we're doing black mage things yeah but i could also go pop because that helps in wave three when shit goes bad and shit always goes bad <laughs> Well, when I do the red mage neck, it'll be a lot easier in wave three, that's for sure. Yeah, so if, if you're on red mage, we get the last few red mages we've had because it's always a pug for those who don't know. Those those last red mages, man. Ooh, ooh, we're, yeah, well, we can kick them the fuck out of the party because you won't need them. We're talking a Yanmo plus one red mages. I think Akadin picked up one of those necks too, so like we'd both be on red mage. Yeah, that would be that'd be handled. You imagine having a red mage that doesn't cast Dia and can't land silence and just stands there. I I can't actually because like I know Akinem was landing it on Scholar. I've landed it on Scholar. I used yeah. to silence on White Lead all the time yeah. in there. Like I don't understand how a Red Mage can't. Like that's really concerning. How about a Red Mage using Stymie Elemental Sea? <laughs> Stymie Elemental Sea. That's what they did. That's yeah. I mean, that's just a product of not learning your job, but having access. For to those who don't know, Stymie makes the spell land, and Elemental Seal is a lot of magic accuracy. It essentially makes it land if it's not super resistant. So yeah. Stymie, stymie can cause you can still misunderstand me, but it's rare and it doesn't consume stymie if you don't land it. So yep. you, you get another shot after. But yeah, you should never have to stack elemental seal with it because, like, <laughs> if it were to resist two times in a row, I, in fact, I can't even really follow that up with anything because I've never seen stymie not land two times in a row. I've always seen it land the time right after just attempted a cast on anything I'm trying that isn't completely resistant. But yeah, it just goes to show. I bet they were augmenting a crochet morse too. But uh, yeah, the uh, which which you know I say, but like Crossy is probably the next thing I'm gonna say before after I do the Red Mage neck plus two. Do you still even really? So, use like I'm it? gonna go Ninja, I'm gonna go Red Mage. Oh yeah, um, I mainly on Red Mage quite a bit when I'm just like playing the job, so I would use it. Yeah. Um, I just don't immediately assume I'm going to melee on Red Mage. Like I would have no problem going melee Red Mage to like Ambuscades or even just not Sorty. No. Well, I mean, I guess if you're doing a strat that requires a Red Mage melee and Sorty, I suppose. But like I would go red mage to Shoal C. Sure. 
and uh, put up haste too, so the bard only has to sing one song and you know go to town using Magzentius and all sorts of shit. It can be really useful to have a good red mage in there, but I never assume when I'm on red mage that that's the first role that I'm going to do. Like if I go to Dynamis, I'll want to go sub scholar first because just having access to break on red mage is ridiculous and it's run saving. So, I mean, just look at the the shit we were going through today. Yeah, when everything goes wrong, if you have break from a red mage, you're you're fine. So, Fox, question we weren't asked, but we're going to answer anyway. Oh no, pop looking for some sorty solo advice. Hey all, any advice as to how I can get more while solo and sortie? I'm really up against a wall due to available playtime. I have been soloing sortie for a while as pup, doing minor objectives in area A through D, F and G for about 2,000 galley, then OD gajot, though just barely with a few seconds left, sharpshooter frame, for another 2,000 galley. Thanks in advance. Wait, so how much is he getting? 4,000 galley for an hour of work. Can't you get more than that just killing all of the undead? Yes. And then going and killing like NMs and stuff? You'd get 500 from the box from the ghost, and the ghost would give like 300 maybe? So, I mean, just killing the NMs and getting their boxes is 500 Killing the skeletons is pretty lucrative too. Yeah. But you, yeah, you'd get I more than 2,000 for sure. I mean, I go in on Monk, and I, I just murder skeletons sometimes. Like Monk's not usually my go-to, but I've done it before. I can't imagine spending an hour. Pup can do it too. An hour to get that. Could you imagine four thousand? You know how many years it would take to get done with Prime Stage Three. Yeah. Well, I, the w- the way I justify those solo runs is I'm also in there to try to farm plus two earring um, and get like plus one cases and stuff. So I go through and I get all of the low hanging objectives that are on the that are in the basement, and then I go through and kill all of the four NMs on the bottom floor, and then I just go murder you know whatever the easiest family is for me to kill. Uh, I just I just basically clear that entire wing, and I call that a farm. And I usually get around like seven, eight thousand if I'm doing it solo. But I'm not really doing anything hardcore. I'm not like trying to get a ton of points. It's mostly for earring farm. So I've um, given up on earrings. Oh yeah, I got a red mage plus two as my second plus two earring after all this time. And that sounds like a great reason to level red mage. I don't want to be a red mage. I'm not buying a wardrobe. I don't want to be a red mage. I'd rather be other jobs like beastmaster or something, or maybe even fucking bard. <laughs> Even bar. Yeah, I'd rather be a bar than a red mage. Have you figured out what uh, what weapon you want to try to make? For what? Oh, for, for prime. prime staff. I said that a long time ago. Yeah, staff. Oh, you are doing the staff. Yeah, okay. of course. Well, I said I would do staff too, but now I settled on ninja because it's bad. Oh, wow. I, it, even if the staff was bad, I would still... Okay. I would still use that make that staff. Yeah, staff's really good. Like, I, I still kind of want the staff, but, like, I'm, I'm torn between... Uh, the katana and the flute right now. I have until we finish with Bumba to decide, really. Well, honestly, I could save up to like 3.5 million gal before I decide anything, but, you know, because that would be your, your stage four at that point. Uh, I was just seeing if your opinion on that had changed. No, no. I don't do sortie that often, so I'm thinking of maybe trying some pugs like you just for fun, but I also don't want to die on the inside. Oh, I, I don't do pugs. Oh. I join Blame sometimes, and sometimes he'll have a pug, but like I don't. I don't intentionally go out of my way to join a pug. If I join a pug, it's on accident. There was one sorted run the other day that, that like I tried to trust and I tried to join the pug, and that's when I like posted a conversation about how like the guy wasn't on voice and the run seemed kind of like bad from the get go. Yeah, I, I I couldn't pugging that content feels real bad to me. Yeah, 
But hey, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do if like one of my members leaves the game. I don't know who to replace them with. Yeah, that'd be guess, well. You've uh, had that happen before, so I didn't know who you'd be able to in the first place. But you've had a couple people at this point, so yeah. But it's always other members replacing them because like, I I don't go out into the community and talk to folks. So like, I'll be the last person in the world who knows who to replace what with. So I'm just kind of like enjoying the group content while I have it, while it's easy, and while I don't have to like think about oh, what do I got to do next to replace what's his face because he decided to quit, you know, that sort of thing. It's always in the back of my mind, especially with like all the bumbas we've been going up against. Like, there's only so much that people can take. Like, I'm surprised my group hasn't broken yet. Like, they're just like they're just hanging in there. I don't know. I, I think I think it's like drilling, and it's like ah, she'll take it, she'll take it, keep going. It's like the drill, sir. It's not going to take. Ah, oh, keep going, she'll take it. It's your, it's your group right now. Yeah, I guess. For anyone it's who's funny, drilling. They actually look forward to sortie at this point. Like that's the effect Bumba has on you. Is Ouch. <laughs> it makes you want to do sortie. That's sad. Then I remind them that, you know, once once we finally finish Bumbo, we can go back through and actually cap all the armor that we unlocked but never RP'd. <laughs> they were of course thrilled about that. Anyway, I, I guess that's like that's how I've been doing. How have you been doing, man? You know, Fox, today I am having a Kogarashi race logger. And it says okay. The Japanese word kogarashi represents a cool wind that ushers in winter and that sentiment matches beautifully. Oh, and that sentiment matches beautifully. It's it's multiple lines, so you start being able to read it. And that sentiment matches like beautifully. Ushering in winter. <laughs> beautifully with this crisp and refreshing winter beer. Pair it with sushi or sip it after the slopes. Prost. I don't understand why it says prost on the end of it. It's a fucking Japanese-style beer. But Kogurashi. It's a Kogurashi rice mug. Oh, okay, okay. Because you said pair it with sushi, and I, I thought you, would, you said it was like a dark beer, and I was like, what the No, heck? no, no, it's uh Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. a cool wind that ushers in winter. <laughs> sure. It's the opposite of a kamikaze. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Defiant wind. Anyway. <laughs> Nothing to do with suicide, anything. It was just to do with divine wind, but anyway. Uh, otherwise... In game, we talked about that to for a bit on Cat's Eye Fox. Did I mention last time I was promoted? Um, maybe promoted to creative designer. Oh, yes. You come with pay increase. Yes, I make zero more dollars. A hundred percent increase. Wow. Yeah, yeah. If you add a hundred percent more zeros, I'm sure. Yeah, and that's been cool. I get to basically pitch and design ideas of what we can do in terms of what we're going to implement and design and make and how we're going to work all the systems and everything together. So it's like, uh, it's not in charge of the thing, but it's determining the direction the thing takes because I put the idea out and there's not really much reason it would be rejected, but basically I determine now the, the direction of things, which is really weird to me because I haven't been to that long. So I, I said it was awesome and I don't think I've earned it, but uh, they they like what I'm doing, so I've designed over a couple hundred pieces of equipment now that we they like what you bring to the company. <laughs> they they like they like my uh my je ne sais quoi. Uh, so yeah, I've been designing stuff, thinking stuff up, uh, creating a whole system, and, and and all this stuff, working with them to make the next new content. I've also been taking resistance data and doing data entry on that so it can be sent to the uh, the main project that people use and will actually have the retail accuracy of resistance stuff in the game so the game will get closer to the retail accuracy of shit because imagine nuking mobs and the resistance values are just not correct. Like, most people don't notice it, but I notice it. Well, most people don't actually play 
mages and pay attention to it when they do. So no, I get it. Because that was been always one of my complaints. I'm like, this shit's not right. He wants to play in a game that's all just made up and stuff. That's been one of my complaints. That still remains, but I'm seeing that actually get corrected. The magic calculations and stuff are all rewritten and it's better. Historically, it was fucking garbage. And it's actually good now, and the resistance has to be fixed and all that, because they just added uh, immunobreaking. Well, the magic calculations are straightforward. Like, how does that not, right? Well, it had to all be rewritten. It was someone wrote something a long time ago that was not good, and people used it, and then someone finally rewrote the whole thing. Well, you have to imagine this this private service has been going on for over a decade, and whoever wrote the system is what people just used, and until that was rewritten better and more correctly... As imagine 10 years ago writing a magical system, and then we finally learn about resistance values and stuff that wasn't properly understood because that was less than 10 years ago. We learned about that for the first time in such comprehensive, you know, this is what an Aramis resistance is, this is what a, you know, a, a crab's resistance is. Like we just knew it was weak to thunder or whatever, but we didn't, we would just say this mob takes 30% more damage. We didn't know there was a proper tier and everything and all that nonsense, or at least the general public didn't know. So it wasn't programmed into stuff. Yeah, I guess. I imagine that'd be the first thing I'd want to update, though, once it was figured out. There's so, well, imagine this game. It's just so much work. Yeah. Just, just like some guys working on making sure trusts don't collide with each other. They don't all stand inside of each other when you call them. Like when you call trusts in the game and retail, when you call one, it summons inside the next one, but they move out and find a new position to rest in. When you call them on the private server, they all stand inside of each other, and they're not supposed to do that. <laughs> so they don't have the right pathing and collision. They work, but... And you don't even notice it's really a problem until you have maybe a minor bug or something. But now they're actually adding the proper collision detection and pathing and where they'll rest in the final resting place instead of just all standing inside of each other when you call them until you move. So like it's little things like that that over time add up. But it's uh, it's been nice to see that actual accuracy to retail is being added to servers instead of just having them. A lot of stuff's just made up, <laughs> as you'd imagine. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's just not known. So it's, it's approximated or just in worst cases made up. And or or workarounds, a lot of workarounds cause problems because you have to fix things, and when you fix things, all the workarounds have to be undone or redone or whatever. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So uh, it's been cool to just design what people are going to be going after. Because imagine if you've played this game forever, ever, and I mean not from the start, but I played for a lot fucking long time at this point, and you've lived through all these things like. Uh, I don't know, when Abyssia first came out or stuff like that. There's no server with Abyssia right now that's really correct or whatever. They're working on also doing that. You did. Oh, oh. Well, you have, to, you have to go into the game. You get all these captures. Talking about like, the XP increases and stuff? No, just every every in. position of a question mark, the behavior of the NPCs roaming the zone. Like All these oh. things have to be captured, accounted for. Uh, what mob drops what, where those mobs' placements are, where their range is. And, you know, like, all those things have to be done. What the abilities of every NM is and programming their behavior. It's, it's a lot of shit. Imagine all the mobs yeah. in Abyssia. Time spawns, lottery spawn, like all this shit. And yeah, so there's not a proper one, just like there's not a proper campaign. But there's workarounds for some things, depending on which server does it. But to see that stuff actually finally get added, but knowing that you've gone through that content and going, you know, we don't have this, but this was done like this. And a lot of people don't even, either weren't around at that point or haven't done retail like that or whatever. Some people have, some people do both, but a, a big group hasn't. So it's like getting to reintroduce stuff and tweaking it in ways that makes it better. Uh, like removing the proc system for Dynamis. I think that's bullshit. No one likes the proc system in Dynamis for, for two hours. No one wants that. Yeah, I think that's really bad. Yeah, so I agree. remove that and then customize other stuff in there. So 
like the guys that are there, they'll write like custom behavior. So they'll take the core behavior or something because it's, you know, it's a custom server at that point. Yeah. They'll take the core behavior and they'll, they'll create stuff. Like yesterday I was talking about how it was cool that one of the guys just randomly decided to make a, a loot goblin called, uh, what was it, Jack Potalox? <laughs> and Jack Potalox will yeah. spawn on top of this, uh, the zone boss in one of these zones or whatever. And you have 15 seconds to, to kill him and determine if he's either fully magic resistant or fully physically resistant. And if you do, you get some extra, like, extra drops to drop or increases some of the rates or whatever. And I thought that was really cool to do that. Because that was never a thing, but that is a cool thing to keep you engaged. And like, stuff like that. But to be able to say, hey, you know, what if we introduce this content we don't have? And this is the way it was in retail. We'll make it like that. But we're going to make some of these changes. Like, no procking in Dynamis. Everything else will be the same. Just no fucking procking. Well. But it's cool. It's a, it's a cool thing. I mean, anyway, so... Well, you suddenly seem to be working on a lot. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've been well. There's just a lot to do. Like I'm watching NPCs be created, and like to, to like look at the logic of someone writing an NPC. I can't write that, but just look at the logic and stuff like that. And they're rendezvousing with me. They're collaborating. Like, okay, what do you want this NPC to do for your system here? And I go, I want it to do this. I want it to be able to be trade this, this, and that. And they have to make this new system they haven't done. And it's like we don't have something like that yet. We're going to have to work on that. And watching them for days work on. Just an NPC to work correctly, and then picking what it looks like, where it goes, that kind of stuff, and uh, all that's kind of cool to make up a, a system that's different and rewarding. Yeah, there you go. Because we talked a lot in this podcast about, hey, it'd be cool if we had like new level fights of this fight they haven't done, or BCNMs that were reintroduced, like that kind of stuff. Like how I still think a master trial against uh, Bahamut would be good. Why is there no Bahamut master trial? You can go make one there. Yeah, have they? Not really. They've introduced it in Domain Invasion as a possible lottery NM spawn instead of the normal Domain Invasion oh. mob, and it 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 does it does slap people. It does have it's it's dangerous moves, so it is actually people do die doing that. It wipes a bunch of people on the floor, which is cool to watch because it's Domain Invasion. So there's a lot of people, and to watch a bunch of people go down from Giga Flare, whatever the fuck it is, it's it's just good to watch. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise not too much else going on with me i've probably forgotten what else but i mean it's that's been a lot of what i'm doing is creating gear playing black mage doing knocking that over uh doing stuff with the static hundi's been out all week so we've been replacing hundi with with pug people yeah oh i saw the messages that i got to you too late yeah yeah i I always try to ask you first but i know that you're not there and i'm you know i should sometimes i'm not sometimes i'm just talking i should have asked earlier because i knew it wasn't going to be there and i'm like oh i probably should have asked yeah, yeah. If you just give me more heads up, it'd be easier for me to to know that that's the time I need to start paying attention. Hopefully, he's back after this because he's been gone all week with work. He says we think he has uh, a new girlfriend, but you know, who, who knows? What do you mean a new girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> or a first one? Uh, or, it's okay. or a first cool. one? Maybe he has premature nucleation. So it could be taking her to the prom. No, it's, he's probably working that out with her right now. Because <laughs> we, we call it the F-150. So, what the fuck? So, hear me out. So, before he was gone, before he took this whole week off, he was having a phone conversation during one of our runs. We know because he's like, he's like, sorry, guys, I'm on the phone. And he's doing his, his Hundi Virgin Islands thing on the phone. And we're like, Hundi, you there? And he's like, he's like, Still on the phone, and he's like giggling and laughing with this 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 chick, and I'm like, I'm like, Hundi, is that the chick you work with? You talked about it was the F one fifty. 
He's like, Called he's like, name. yeah, it is. And I'm like, oh, Hundi, you, uh, you make him like, no, I'm not saying anything. And I'm like, okay, Hundi. And then we didn't see him for a week. I'm like, everyone's like, oh, he's getting, he's getting some, some, finally a girlfriend. Maybe, hopefully. Well, he's floorboards. <laughs> I said he's testing out the shocks on the F-150. Ah. Uh, well, I just hope he's still alive. Did I mention we got the Bumba video out too? I said I was going to be up that I mentioned last time because we were off for a week, I don't recall. But the, the Bumba video's out. I think you did. Yeah, and that was... <laughs> That was that was that was an an epic an epic sort of quest. It was not the Fox Danger DMV. It was it was a Thanksgiving with the in laws, to put it mildly. Yeah. Also, uh, I don't know if you've listened. It was it was all there was the one that I didn't I entered before he had changed jobs and I didn't cut it. I just kept it in. And he's all screaming. He's like, "What the fuck? I didn't change jobs." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we'll just keep it in. Just keep it in the fucking video. Let's, let's do it. Change your jobs inside. Yeah, he was given, he was on Samurai giving TP to people, and I thought he was done. I got tired of waiting, and I just went in, and it was my fault. Well, I mean, it's probably something you should check. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what, he was on Samurai for the fight? Yeah, we had to just exit and go back in. Oh. So I kept all the banter. I don't think, I thought I had watched like at least the beginning of it or something. I don't remember... I don't remember that happening, but maybe that is in the video, and I just wasn't paying close enough attention. Yeah, yeah, you you would miss it through all the the yelling and fighting with each other. It wasn't really yelling <laughs> and fighting; it's just how we how we act, as as you could imagine. How we act. I I can't. Imagine. Some nights are quiet. Some nights we don't have any excitement. We've had nights we don't really talk, and we just kind of deal with it. We say a couple things here and there. Some nights are really exciting, and some nights like that are the the, the energy was about a ten there that night. That was <laughs> everyone was when Hundi's active. You know, it's about a ten. Because a lot of times he just doesn't say too much, and then we get him going, and we get him going. Especially when Hootie's taking shots like that. It gets a little off the rails. You've been there. Yeah. <laughs> Carrick, out of nowhere, because Hootie's not shutting the fuck up, and he usually doesn't chat that much. He's not a chatty caddy. And she goes, Hootie, how many shots? <laughs> and he's like, let me go one, two. And he gets to five. She goes, Hootie, I want to fucking win. Wow. <laughs> I'm tired of fucking losing, Hootie. But since Hootie's been gone this week, I've had to replace... Uh, one member for the Shoal C we do now once a week instead of three times. Fucking tired of Shoal C. I mean, I am and I'm not. Now that it's not three times a week, I'm happy to do it unscheduled. It's a weird thing about that. But yeah. at least it's not every night now. Being every night was too much. But we replaced it, and there's this cool guy I came across called I-Man Orclock. And it's supposed to be I-Man Orclock because he has an I-Man Orc mage. I-Man Orc something the fuck else. So I call it Clock. And uh, it's apparently orc lock. I don't know what the fucking orc lock is. So I go I man or clock. So I don't I don't know if he's a, a clock or a man, no. but he, that he, is orc lock. It's it, it's orc lock. But I don't know what the one is. That is that like is it like a life lock, but for orcs in case they have identity theft or something? I don't I don't, I don't know what orc lock is. <laughs> it's a subscription thing, like with Norton. I don't. At any yes. rate, so this guy shows up on Dragoo, and I got a couple tells. I looked at this guy, and his name stood out to me. I go, you know what? We'll go with Mr. Clock. Mr. Clock might have it. He said he's on Dragoon. I'll go on Dragoon. We'll see what shakes. Accident had no notes on him. Wait, for sorting? For, for Solse. Oh, Solse. Solse. And we go, Akadin, he's the keeper of the list now. And I go, Akadin, is I man or clock on your list? And he goes, let me check the list. Because he has he keeps a record of every bad person and the context of what they were bad in. So if I, <laughs> I there was this one guy that you were with this last night for Ambuscade, and this yeah, guy wanted yeah, to join. Yeah. And I go, uh, Akadin, what's the list say? He goes, let me see this guy. Bad damage. It said cats. really bad damage on core. Didn't roll at all until asked over and over again and flea hacked. And I go, uh, 
and I responded, sorry, you flea hack, we don't want you. And he didn't respond. Oh, and then we went in as five. And then we went in as five, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I never got a response back, but I asked Akadim for the list. And he'll put, like, he'll put really bad damage, or he'll put abysmal or terrible damage, so you know exactly how bad it was. So we invite Iman Iman'er Clock, and he's on Dragoon Sub-Dancer? I think he was on Sub-Dancer. And he is using Nagling with an M. Chris offhand. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's the M. Chris dude you were talking about. Yep, I said I'd tell you tomorrow. That's that's today. Yep. And I thought to myself, well, that's not a Kraken Club. That's not going to perform well. That's not going to go over well. Well, it's just we'll see who gives a fuck. Let's see how it goes. Let's maybe he'll knock my socks off, and I'm just stupid. Maybe I should expect better than that's not a good. We combo. will find out. We we'll find out together on this magical journey we're about to take. And the journey would have been better if he wasn't using Savage Blade against mobs that resist it, like Lamia or crabs. And when I told him in party. Those resist slashing, and he didn't change, whatever, fine. But his problem was, his accuracy wasn't capped, because M. Chris on Dragoon is poopy damage, as in his accuracy was like 80% for the whole run, which is bad. And needless to say, with accuracy that bad, using Savage Blade against things you're not supposed to, we almost full clear, we had one family we couldn't get to, because the Dragoon parsed so low. <laughs> uh, his, his new notes were uh, Carrot outparsed Yeah, the notes now say, I'm Manor Clock, Carrot outparsed them on Bard. The dagger skill on Dragoon is the same as the club skill. Yeah, yeah, but it's also two to three. Try to use it's also two to three hits. He didn't have the accuracy for him, but it's also two to three hits instead of instead of up to eight hits. So it's a big difference in TP gain. He also didn't have yeah. the right set for that because I checked him and it was kind of there. He had like store TP items on. Then he had a double attack back on stuff like that. I'm like, you this double attack back, not 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 for this build. Oh, no, it needs to be store TP, probably. Yeah, it should have been store TP on your back if you're using an offhand two to three times weapon with your build here. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, well, you got OAT like just, that on Dragoon. You, you would job there to get multi-attack from having Spirit Link and shit up. You want to put on a little more STP in this case. Otherwise, I do use double attack back on Dragoon. So, yeah, that was, that was fine. But then he was streaming afterwards the next night i was just like eh, you know whatever before i go to bed i just checked for some reason i don't know why i usually don't ever open twitch i've gone months without ever opening twitch so i open it and i saw i'm like that's the guy from the other night he's fucking streaming and he's got camera on and everything and i wanted to make the joke about i'm Andrew clock i'm like what is this guy a big black clock <laughs> so, yeah. so, much like okay. much like the chocobo joke <laughs> it's a big black yeah. clock you know, because sometimes you just have big black clocks on hanging on your wall or something like that. You know, some people have a mahogany clocks. Some people's clocks are black. So I'm like, yeah. I, I thought to myself, eh, you know, I'll save that joke. And I didn't make it. And it's good because I open up his stream. He's on camera with a blanket over his head. And he's a big black guy. And I'm like, ah, oh, good thing I didn't make that joke. Oh. As we, as we venture closer oh, towards casual here. races. Oh, wait, closer? Close. I we were already there. Come on, and making a pun on this stuff that's stupid is just—it's not for me. It's not a racist thing. It's just a pun on something stupid thing. I, wow. I like puns, Fox. I don't let that get in a good way of a good pun. Okay. You can't let racism stand between comedy. It's just—you just don't do it. <laughs> I'm sure someone is just not happy with my my casual racist jokes. They're not. They're they're not racist. Are they racist? Well, that's like how mentally deficient isn't supposed to be, you know, 
uh, me making fun of or putting down all people with with neurodivergency in the world, but people take it that way. That's how carrot. It's not to put everyone down. It's just to make light of something. Anyway, so that was well, sometimes the- people do stupid shit, and it stems from their ability to process things properly using their brain. I don't know if I process things properly, Fox. The jury's out on that one. That could be true, also. <laughs> So I don't know. I, I don't get weird about it. Like I, I don't intentionally like, like I said at the beginning of this too. Like I don't intentionally go out of my way to trigger those people. But at the same time, I think sometimes people can just chill a fucking bit because <laughs> people get way too up in arms about that crap. I don't know. As I say things that'll probably trigger those. But guys, it became somewhat awkward because I joined there and he's and I said hi. I'm like, you were that guy from Troll or whatever. He's like, Oh shit, that's spicy Ryan, I'm a big fan. I'm like, oh no. He's like, Thanks oh, for thanks no, for the guide. Wrong with oh yeah, he is he's, he's, he's a fan. He said, Thanks for the guide. You know, I really appreciate mm-hmm. it. I use your I'm like, oh no. I'm like, well, if you use my Jagoon guide, I said, How are you how are you using that offhand? That's not in the guide. <laughs> and he's like he's like, Yeah, my Dragoon really sucks. And I said, I'm glad you said it so I don't have to. But he, it was, it was a fun conversation, and I, you know, he, I'm like, it's okay, I'm not, I'm not that special. He's like, but no, dude, you, you're the, re-. I'm like, no, I'm not the reason for anything. And I said, as they say, don't meet your authors, and apparently, apparently, he thought don't meet your authors was the most fucking hilarious thing. And I'm like, I'm like, this guy's all right. And I told him, I go, you're not really good, but you have a lot of heart, and that counts for a lot. <laughs> I'm like, I guess so, man. Uh, well, it's it's one thing to acknowledge that you're bad, right? But then it's another thing to actually do something about it afterwards. So, like, yes. is, is he actively working to to not be as bad? No, he prefers Red Mage. He said, next time invite me on Red Mage and I'll DD everyone. And I said, ah. Uh. No. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think so, but I'll give you a shot. I, so I gave her Dragoon a shot. What's the worst that could happen? I said. I think Red Mage can be okay. And again, like I said earlier in this one. Maybe his Red Mage will use Chris and Cap Accuracy. Like, the main reason Warrior does so much isn't because of all the damage it does. Because, like, on Ninja, I do shit tons of damage, too. But Warrior gets to cheat because it has retaliation. Yeah. So, like, when a Warrior just runs in like an idiot and tanks as many mobs as it can, it's doing way more weapon skills than everyone else. And you're getting way more damage from like that. Yeah. It's retaliation. Like, that. that's why Warriors do so well. And you can tell the Warriors that don't use it because they don't parse that high. Speaking of Warriors that don't parse that high, when we did Escheron last night, we ran up <laughs> yeah. to number one. The spot number one when interaction ML, on. ML forty seven warriors standing around. ML forty seven warriors standing there, and we're like, they're like, let's go to a different spot, guys. This guy's got it. And I said, no, fuck this warrior. We're taking this spot, is what I said. <laughs> and you're right over there. And she gave me a dirty look. And they put their flag up, and I'm like, oh. And I said, and say, do you need these wins? They go, yeah. So we invite this warrior, thinking, hey, you know, yeah. that's better than using a trust. This is an ML oh. 47 warrior with Nagling and Blurred Shield. It's like, you already have all this stuff. They have they have a bunch of... I didn't even check what rank their gear was or whatever they were using, but I, they had Sakpatas in their lock style, so I'm like, this guy's got Sakpata at some, some capacity with Nagling and a Blurred Shield. Like, that should just do plenty of damage at this point. This is old content from, like, seven years ago. We're just going to fucking face-rape this like we've given it too many roofies and don't care about its well-being anymore. And that is exactly what happened, except for the warrior, because... The warrior did 3.5% of the parse, and my skill chain damage did 9.2% of the parse. The warrior lost to everyone. Everyone and yeah, everything. I, I burst him on Bard, and I was singing sometimes. The warrior was 1.2% ahead of my wyvern. My wyvern. <laughs> I, my wyvern. I, I out-parsed him, and I had to PNSMO a magical on myself. PNSMO a magical. 
Uh, yeah, and he had soul voice songs and everything. Uh, soul voice Madrigal, and he still yeah. still couldn't do damage. I don't know what that's like. Auto attacking the whole time damage. What what is that? This is why you don't just fucking pay for things and think you're good to go. ML forty seven doing the content. I'm ML twenty seven. Finally, I just hit it yesterday with you on Dragoon, and I just uh, hmm. to have my skill chain do almost three times this guy's damage. It's uh, pretty bad. That's that's bad. Well, there's a lot of DDs too, so it's not like I'm skill chaining constantly. I'm skill chaining a lot, just not as much as I would be by myself. Yeah. It's all that Nayane, man. And then right afterwards, we wiped OU. So let's put that <laughs> into perspective. Yes, we did. I tried to forget about that. So we, we, killed it, we learned to count last night. I thought it was a simple affair, but apparently not. So funny. Omar doesn't have Sesame Street out there in, in, in the Midwest. <laughs> We go, you said directly before 10, you're like, eh, just, you know, we don't want to be here all night, so just go with, like, five or five or so buffs on, so, you know, we can still, you know, do all the damage and not die. Omar's like, okay, and he goes in with nine buffs on. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I didn't know that songs and stuff count or whatever. I'm like, they're fucking buffs. He was confirming before he pulled. He's like, he's like, my one roll's worn off, the other one's almost off, and he's like, oh, like, I, I didn't know it would count. I, it was it was confusing. So then, after it one shot everyone just by hitting them with one punch, we had the one punch. Ooh. Actually, I was a ninja. I survived slightly longer. Yeah, you survived with the with the shadows, but it was one punch for you, and you were down. <laughs> it's super funny. One punch. Yeah, and then we had to get back up, do it all over again. The main reason why I said that is because like we always talk about how the content's like trivial or whatever. It, it is. It is if you can count and. It also really paints a picture that when we absolutely just destroy both Karen and Murder Courage, like without even really trying, and this warrior who's like ML forty seven looks like he's pretty much bought his way through a bunch of shit, like can't even parse there. Imagine, imagine having this guy try to fight OU, where like you have to actually pay attention to some stuff that happens. Imagine just the count in the background: nine buffs. Ah ah ah. Uh, Let uh, me count the dead party members. One ah ah two. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Fox isn't going down. It's changed by three. Uh, uh. That's an Italian accent, by the way. Eventually, everyone dies. <laughs> yeah. The moment ambulance went off and, uh, <laughs> and the game lagged like that, I was like, oh no. I knew. <laughs> I knew the moment my game lagged that we were going to have a problem. Will the, real, so will the real Omar please stand up? I think we're going to have a problem here. And the next thing we hear is, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean, sorry? And of course, my first instinct on Bard is to drop party. <laughs> You're well-trained from Bumba. You drop party immediately. Right. Drop party. I heard that you guys don't even care. You just all warp out and come back in immediately. Yeah. I mean, as soon as something happens, that's it. Home point. Oh, yeah. Oh, especially in fight two. Like, the moment we know the aura, we're just like, oh, we're gone. It just saves us time. You know... We also have our own page on BG now, full of all of our memes and other people, Funkworks, and some other people have been adding stuff to it. There's some good stuff that I forgot about in there. I have to add one, too, because Lucifer popped up and made a clip of episode, I don't know, it was like 60s. It was some, I had to check, but he made a clip of it, and it was you doing your cold open, which we, I think it's time to revisit that little poetry book again. And it was the you doing the the mystery of the pears. Yeah. Five brown pears in a chipped white bowl, <laughs> throbbing in the glowing dark. You know, they shine in their. I, I did actually. I did actually see that it popped up on like the new thing on the forum <laughs> that we have on the Discord, 
And like listening to it, I was like, man, I didn't even read this well. <laughs> it was still hilarious. I loved it. I, I heard it and I was at work. I just started cracking up. <laughs> it was great. Made my morning. I did see um, right after that, though, I was like, oh, yeah, we have a we have a forum thing. And I did see someone had asked whether or not we would do an episode on mechanics, but not necessarily mechanics, but just whether or not you're at PDL or something. It was like really specific. I see prime weapons at PDL and other gear. I, I need to know how to properly, which it's a fair question, know how to properly use it. But okay. I mean, there's not going to be an easy way to tell these people, hey, you should use this much PDL with this much buffs against this much mob because it's your attack against the defense yeah, of the mob and that's changes and that that's not... You just use well, a reasonable no, if, amount. If you're if you're hitting uh, okay, so like if you hit the mob and your damage doesn't really fluctuate at all, it means you're probably capped. That's that's basically it. So like if your auto attacks, yeah, if your auto attacks are like basically within like five ish percent of each other, then you're probably attack cap. That's just now, the if you put on PDL. Yeah, if if you exactly, it's just the the, the random part that goes in there. Um, if you put on PDL at that point. And your damage goes up slightly. Hey, then you you put on a good mix that has increased your damage slightly. If you put it on and like your damage goes down, well, you probably lost some attack, which means you're like right there on the razor's edge of it. So I, I mean, just put some on and see if your damage. There's goes generally up. a good amount already for certain jobs, like on dragoon. You're already weapon skill on the gladi's body anyway. You're already TPing and Cluddy's legs anyway. You're already weapon skilling and whatever. You know, so it's not it, it's already kind of there for some jobs. Like Thief's already weapon skilling in its head anyway, which is a big PDL. I think it'll be a lot easier for people to see it um, when they have someone outside buffing them. So like when more of those flutes get made or more of the horns get made. Yeah, that's gonna also muddy the waters because you're not gonna some people just aren't gonna be needing that extra PDL. Or they'll just wear weapon skill gear and use only Aria because at that point Weapon skill gear is going to increase you more if your attack doesn't go up. True. So yeah, it's. Uh, I I wouldn't like sweat it a whole bunch, but just dual weapon skill under buffs in that gear. If your damage goes up, then you're good. If it if it goes down, then well, don't use that gear. And, and honestly, when you're comparing something like Thief, comparing Nayame to Gladys in a cap attack situation, a lot of those pieces just don't move the needle enough that you might as well not care. Because if you're trying to fight for that extra fifty DPS in the right situation. On a piece that also doesn't give you skill chain damage now, versus so you're, I mean, it's generally not that large. Some pieces are, but it's really not that large usually. That I just generally don't really mess around unless I'm very sure. I usually don't go into the PDL set because I generally already have some PDL mixed in with my normal set and we already kill stuff as it is. Yeah. And then you can also just do a quick and dirty calculation. So let's say you have like 5,600 attack, right? Um, you take that 5,600 and let's say you're on, I don't know, Monk, and you're not doing crit, so that'd be a 3.8 PDL um, in the, with the damage limit. You've lost them already, so, Fox. So just go to the wiki page that says PDF on it and find your number. There you go. It is a is a number that, in Monk's case, it's 3.8. So you take 5600 divided by 3.8, and you get 1473. That means the mob's defense should be at 1473 for you to be at 3.8. So without the debuffs on the mob. If you if your damage isn't fluctuating and you're at fifty six hundred, it means that you're at attack cap. Like that's as that's as far as it's going. Like if someone like debuffs it and your damage doesn't go up from there, like if they add like DF3, your damage doesn't go up, it means you can put some PDL gear on because that just lowered the defense. Like that means the mob's defense is below 1473 at that point. 
so you're above the 3.8 ratio. Like that's that's all you gotta look at. Like you can approximate it based on your own attack, and you can also assume based on some of the the debuffs the mob has, like how much you need. So just I I guess just do it like that. Yeah, and there's not defense values known for a lot of these mobs. Evasion values are much easier to get, obviously. So mm-hmm. I mean something like Ida, which is a more suitable question for this target, I'd imagine, because time constraints and DPS mattering. If because people are using prime weapons now, which then again, the prime weapon already has an effect on it, so you're kind of really not at a, a point of needing that. So like the min max your gear at that point, because now you're getting a lot of your weapon. Uh, so the evasion on that is sixteen thirteen, which is very high for most NMs in this game. Don't have that. They're talking like uh, Helm NMs and Ryzen Gmo are around that level, sometimes lower. That's like yeah. the upper end for there. On uh, like a mob, like maybe Albumin. Albumin might even be like fifteen eighty or something stupid. Let me pull them up. The magic of remembering. Pretty high. Albumin. Oh man, Albumin's seventeen seventy three. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really high, but you have yeah. Vorseals. Yeah, you do. That's where like the door players there, coming yeah. in will still have issues because they haven't earned all the Vor seals yet. You got to keep spamming the stupid one in Rising Gema for yeah. the Act Plus Plus one. Yeah, but like you but, can assume that it's gonna have a defense like around that much. Yeah, at least somewhere in that neighborhood. So. Yeah, so I mean, even if it's not an exact science on like how much defense whatever mob you're fighting has, you can at least use that as kind of a rule to figure it out. And like, let's say when you get Aria, right? So that one point three, or basically it'll add thirty percent, I think is what it is. Oh no, it's, is it is it ten percent? Yeah, I think it's ten percent. Uh, I forget. Someone reported Aria, but anyway, we'll just take what I'm assuming the Aria number is. It's probably wrong. So we have three point eight. You multiply that by one point one because that's a ten percent increase. There we go. We got uh, 4.18. So it didn't really increase that much more, but... I... Hold on, calculator. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find a good, a better way of explaining this, because like you can attack it from a bunch of different angles, and the easy thing to do is just, like... Or, or the thing you want to do is just not convolute it. So, like, you're always going to be missing a piece somewhere. Like, you won't know... Well, you I mean, just you need the monster's defense, then you can calculate it easily from that point. So it's how many times yeah. over the monster's defense you are. That's how much PDL. If you're at that, if you're already overcapped for your limit on yeah. the PDL on the PDF page, then that's all you need. You need to be that number over the defense. So multiply the defense by that number. You need to be at that number at least, and that's it. But you just don't know that number most of the time. So yeah, exactly. So like, if the if the mob's defense is like fourteen hundred, that's where you get like roughly four, and that's what I was trying to to bring it to. Because like I used the example of having 5,600 attack. Let's say the mob's defense is at 1,400, which is actually pretty high for having debuffs on it. You'd be at 4.0 exactly uh, in, in that case, which means you still have room to add more attack or more debuffs at that point and get and gain out of that extra like 10% that you have that you've just added to your monk. So, and that's just for monk. But the, the, the easy thing though is just go in there, take your attack, divide it by what you think the mob's defense is, and you'll see a number. And then go to your jobs page uh, in, in the wiki, go to PDF. Or I'm sorry, not your, your jobs page. Go to the PDF page, look up your job on the table. It's going to have a number. If your number that you came up with that with that calculation, 5,600 divided by 1,400 or, or whatever you think it's going to be, you'll know your attack, assume the defense. Um, you'll be able to find the ballpark of whether or not you're at that. that I think it's funny how we do it in opposite ways. You do it in a more logical way, and I just go, okay, multiply the defense by this number. You have to be a that or more. So yeah, sure. we do it the other way. You divide by your attack to get well, the defense. It's because we know what the defense, or we know what the attack is. Like you can just open up your, yeah, you can do attack param if you really want to. True. That's that's open. that also makes it easier to calculate that when you do it your way. That's why it's the logical way. I just go okay, defense by PDF. 
And you're you're doing attack divided by PDIF, which obviously is the same thing, but exactly. So like if I take the attack and divide it by the PDIF, it's like, hey, well, that's what the monster's defense has to be. So that way when you know you're hitting for the same damage on your auto attacks, you can see what attack you're at. Yeah, that it makes more sense because you know it's not higher than that. So you can calculate you could technically try and experiment around and see you you could find a ballpark actually, and then it would help greatly if that was documented. But <laughs> honestly, it's it's just it's easy just to like slap on the gear and just see if you do more damage. If you don't do more damage, then don't use the gear. And the people and don't stop in combat to do that's the problem. So they want a quick answer generally, I think, which isn't a bad no thing. But... That is a quick answer. Yeah, well, when you're doing shall see, no one stops to figure it out because you're doing yeah, well, shall no, see. No one's going to sit here and be like, oh, calculator time. You know, it, it's, it's not going to happen. Like, just put it on. Do a single weapon skill. Oh, it didn't do more. In fact, it did. Well, when it you're using something like Star Diver, that's not so easy. If you're using Comlin's Torment, that's fine. Yeah. And there's the, always the extra double attack proc, even something like Comlin's, so. But if you can't see an immediate difference like that, then just do like two or three weapon skills, right? If if you can't really tell the difference, then that means you're probably doing the same damage. So for Savage so Blade. Matter what that you're in? Yeah, for Savage Blade, it'll be easy, but if you're using Victory Smite or anything. Anything like that? No, it's, I, I don't. I don't see an issue because if if you don't see an immediate difference, just weapon skill in that gear. Well, victory smite's a crit weapon skill that has multiple hits, and you're right. It's red, but you're still not seeing a difference. You need to see more. You need to see like few of them at once on the same target. Usually, the if, you, if you start seeing it go down, then just take the gear off and put the other set back on. I still think that there's no if, point if, of if the someone, average person min maxing to that level you just have a general set that might have some pdf or pdl gear mixed in and that's all you need to know as a player that's the scenario where the person doesn't do the math i'm actually trying to provide the, well, yeah, that's, for the normal that's, person yeah. who's going to be like i can't understand how to divide two numbers yeah like i i never assume that people are going to be able to do basic and they math can operations. divide the two numbers they just don't know what they need to be at because they can divide them no problem but they have no clue what the mob is because they don't stop to test it and i don't think most people know that when they see the randomizer being the last thing and the damage is very consistent instead of being in a wider range that they i don't think most players know that part that's the important part they need to know and they know that part they can do that as you said yeah that's that's fundamentally the where you want to be before you even start testing those values out like if you're if your damage is not fluctuating at all then you want to try looking into pdl if your damage is fluctuating and it's by like you know 10 20 or more don't bother because you're not attacking that so there you go it's a general rule for you. To be honest, most of the time I don't use attack cap gear. I'm I'm not attack capped on most of the jobs I play. Like if you look at if you look at Shoal C, like most of the time they're not getting defense down debuffs. In fact, a lot of the times when I put on my attack cat sets, I do the exact same damage I was doing before because it tends to have like a little more attack in it because it's usually like Odyssey gear, which has more attack. And I'm usually swapping out like weapon skill damage for it. So it almost is a wash every time on the line armor jobs. Sometimes. I'm not saying it's always the case. Just goes to show Fox. When it all comes down to it, some people have a mahogany clock on the wall and some people have an ebony clock on the wall. <laughs> but not everyone has a big black clock. Yeah, there you go. I think that'll do it though in terms of explaining that. Like there's no need for an episode on that. That's just like a question we were asked and we're going to answer anyway. Ding. And we're going to answer. Well, they, they want a whole ass episode. On just buffs and buffing parties, like when we read it word for word, busted into just nuggets of the whole picture since a virtual encyclopedia Britannica can be has been said about the topic. 
I mean, it's I wouldn't like say Britannica. That, what is this guy Britannica? I wouldn't say that I covered. Well, I think he's referring to what I covered before on like the the three episodes of Mechanics. Yeah, like th- that wasn't even like a super deep dive. That was just kind of the stuff you pay attention to based on what role you're in the party. Those were good episodes. Yeah, I, they were. Yes, but it's not like it was like encyclopedic. I wouldn't say that that's the well, case. Fox, you live in a game community. You you participate in a game community. You don't live there. You're not paying rent. Um, where <laughs> the average person doesn't know if they should. I am paying rent. The average person doesn't know, wondering if I should get into FFXI or not. You know, that's the most people don't yeah. don't. I've seen a lot of stuff where people just don't even don't know anything. So the the bar is that low. It's not secret knowledge, and that's what always we remark about. This is not this is not secret. But when the community is. We're at a certain point now where the people who have the fire have the fire, and most people just uh, eat raw meat. <laughs> that's, that's the point we're at. Like a bunch of cavemen, we have wheels, they don't. I guess. It's just like, there's specific examples that he's looking for, and it's just like Shulsi, for example. It's like, what are the quintessential buff things that you can work with, buffs that you can work with? Well, your group always goes in with a core, and your group always goes in with a bard. If you're not doing that, then you're probably having some sort of weird zone issue involving a core, involving a geomancer. Because if you don't have those buffs, you're not getting attack. It's not like we're getting attack from a whole bunch of sources, you know? It's not like we, we're bringing a dancer, and the dancer's able to apply level 5 box step to everything, or level 10 box step to everything you fight. It's not happening, because that would be that's slower than just killing the mob. Just kill the mob. You use two weapon skills instead of one, I guess. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you're, you're bringing the same buffs to that content, so you don't have to worry about bringing different buffs. Just know that if you're bringing less buffs, it'll take you longer to kill the things. Do you know how awesome it was to use a shitty dagger, but since it's Dynamis, wave 1-2, it's just so easy just to two-shot <laughs> everything? To have on the Centovente offhand, and in the main hand, the occasionally attacks twice path B <laughs> dagger and getting points on it? I would just TP, 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 TP. I love hyper weapon skills, man. I ran a fucking train on that Dynamis. People just kept blowing up. That was great. It's fun being on dancing. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, for sure. And yeah, you know, I really wish we would have had a real red mage there, though, because like my performance fell off in wave three because I yeah. did things like climactic. Yeah. So it's like when you were talking about well, it's not like that. It's it's a completely unrelated thing. Before about how like, Arabody was though. How Arabody wasn't a fun fight for you, and you're know, oh, yeah. like you're like oh well at least it's not Arabody. I'm like thinking to myself. Arabody. I'm thinking to myself, Arabody was fucking fun as hell for me. I got to go dancer, then I got to tank it. I was I was engaged doing two different things at once like that. And I was I had the That's basically what I did too. Oh, but how is that not fun though? You were in the mob's face going no, to town. I hated it. On dancer? Come on. I fucking hate Arabody so much. <laughs> like fight fight one was super boring. Like we didn't even really see TP moves or anything. We just <laughs> Kind of we occasionally would, so I had to be very conscious and actually sometimes stop my DPS and not use Saber Dance, because Saber Dance was the difference between seeing TP moves and not, actually, a lot of the time. And then Fight 2, I wasn't the rune. Like, I was the paladin, so I was tanking the ads, but like Fight 2 is, is not really that exciting either, because you're just waiting for the ranger to kill it. Come on, man. You can do it. When I'm focusing on maintaining all of my timers in my head, because I don't have something on my screen counting them for me, like which I really should in my Dancer Lua. That would really, I know you have that. That would really, really help me because sometimes they fall because I'm not um, paying attention. Have, the only extra thing I have is steps. Yeah, it's the step timer, isn't it? I put yeah, it on. Just and, the step timer is yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's because. Well, when you say all the things. Well, yeah, I'm managing, like, I'm managing all the step timers knowing if I can get another presto for finishing yeah. moves because it's capped and I'm not going to get the extra finishing moves if it's capped. 
So then you, you, let, oh, yeah. you let some things wear off and you don't know if they've, because the logs going, I don't see if it's actually worn off. Yeah. But doing that while focusing on trying to also do as much damage as possible while also not trying to make them TP and just having hate on me the whole time and, and, and way of trying to, when the ad's coming out, focus. So there's a lot to focus on. And I was really it sounds like hitting. a lot, but it really wasn't at the end of the day. It was engaging between hitting yeah, all like my, I, just, I had to make sure I hit all my levers right. Otherwise we might not get to the right percentage, which if I fuck up on a climactic or something, it could happen and probably did. Yeah. So that I, is true. It was like being on a knife edge as a dancer a little bit through the whole fight. There's been like I would say the Zebiosa fight is more engaging on dancer than uh, yeah I, yeah because you're constantly dancing yeah you're always doing something you can dance well, actually you no you, the, the run's going bad on V25 if you're if you're doing anything yeah. to damage that's true like shit's going wrong and you're probably not gonna make it that felt that that part felt pretty bad that's for sure I still haven't done hand to hand dancer but doing hand to hand thief as I talked about a few episodes ago that was really mm-hmm. fun I can imagine I gotta I gotta take dancer to Shoal C I can't use nailing though but. Eh. You know, if we had oh, the M Chris Dragoon in almost full clear, we might be fine. I remember watching watching that guy do it with uh That guy. <laughs> do it with the uh the pre Karambit hand to hand. That was not great. <laughs> but with Karambit is really good. Yeah, I go. That guy. I like how, up in the freezer aisle. After after over two years at that guy. They really seem to not like Murr. Keeps keeps resurfacing. I know, I know. He's not even around anymore, right? That's you know, some people just touch your life like that. I don't, I don't know anything. I, no, it's, when you say hand to hand dancer, though, like aside yeah, from myself, yeah. that's the only other person that I've ever seen do it. It'd be like saying horrible player that can't listen or do anything and never shuts up. Besides <laughs> me, there's only one other person that applies to. Exactly. So they, I couldn't believe he sent me a tell recently. Oh, uh, you know, how about we start over? I'm like, nope. Oh, you're talking about Fogar. I was trying not to name names. Oh, I wasn't talking about Fogar. No, I'm, I was saying, oh, no, we were talking about Murr, but I was, I was saying it's like when someone touches your life like that, and it's like uh, they become they become ingrained in sort of like a, like a, oh, when you associate this with something, it's also such a bit this person because they were so close in proximity to that, that, that thing you were associating to that they just come back in. Yeah, well, it's more like when you like try to force the square peg into the round hole. Rather than just like using the round peg when it's like really good to use the round peg, and use the square <laughs> peg when it's good to use the square peg, I because I, like there's plenty of times you go hand to hand dancer, just most of the time that wasn't one of them. There's plenty of like, times to do things thing? like use an axe on warrior, but most of the time the person chose the wrong way. <laughs> the wrong axe. Wrong Sometimes axe. you can grip your axe with two hands, like like mm-hmm. everyone should. I say as someone who has one. <laughs> And my axe. Yeah, and also, like, if you're running in and you're taking a bunch of noobs through OU, or, you know... Like us. You're probably... Well, sure. But, I mean, when you're taking, like, a full LS through people through there, and the only person you're buffing is your hand-to-hand dancer. Or the puppet master. Or the puppet master. (laughs) And you've got, like, other people who are capable of doing damage, but you're not buffing them. But you just want to showboat on your hand-to-hand dancer, then we kind of have a problem. Let me open our page on BG and see if anything's been added to it. Because there's been pictures and everything mm-hmm. added to it. Funkworks has been going on to this thing, but so has other people. Let me see what's been added. It's already made strategies. Like, I keep looking at this guy's post, and, like, it seems like he wants to know information. Like, stuff we could potentially do episodes on. The, the problem is that, like, like sort of made strategies, for example. Like, why is that plural? There's really only one way to yeah, do it. Yeah, there is. What, are you going to, like, have your red mages blot out the sun? 
<laughs> I suppose you could try it. Curse more is all the things. M. Chris offhand. You could try. Fucking Funkworks put something I forgot about on here. The Stunch Tath bump. Oh. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. I, I cracked up when I saw you put that picture. I forgot it was a thing on BG. Stunch Tath bump plus I one. what job. Yeah, it was a typo in my Lua and like some job that I almost never equipped Stunch Tath bump on. Uh, so the, what Funkworks wrote here, I, I assume this was him, but Hayan and the people will put stuff here. A golden age existed where Fox provided his gear swap Lewis to the public. If one managed to handle a large number of gear sets for every tier of haste, great profit would ensue. It was pointed out that in a Lua, at one Lua, Staunch Tathlon Plus One was typoed as Stunch Tathlon Plus One. Due to the funny name, the BG Wiki tools needed to be exploited again for a laugh. Since then, the Stunch Tathlon has been randomly mentioned in episodes when the real <laughs> item Staunch Tathlon Plus One is discussed. And here's the picture. It's all races, resistance to slash slash GS validate minus one, ergonomical grip, yeah. in quotes, depending on character height, Accuracy plus one to over 9,099 old jobs. Dude, you know what it is, though? Uh, the reason that that typo ended up in my Lua is I got so frustrated by GS Validate freezing my game <laughs> that I stopped paying attention to it. <laughs> so it ended up, like, working against its purpose. And I'd forgotten about this one, too. T-shirts. In the early podcast days, oh, there, yeah. an idea was thrown around to sell T-shirts to listeners. A Discord channel was made for listeners to post their T-shirt sizes. I think we still have that, right? Uh, yeah, it's hidden. It's still there. Multiple times, Spicy has followed up with Fox during random yeah. episodes about where the artwork was. Fox has always jokingly <laughs> replied that it's still in production. We may yet see official merch. <laughs> Someday, maybe. Yeah, it's still in the works. Don't worry. Hang on. I've got all summer to work on it, right? <laughs> So, so the thing I hate about that is the shipping. Like, I could just use some other person to make it. They have services to do that, and it'd be no problem whatsoever. It's the, I don't want to do that. I want to actually make them and have them be good, uh, like, locally, and, and not, not do it that way. Yeah. And then that caused me to have to go and ship everything. Not only is it the amount of time that it would take, but <laughs> the payment of shipping, or, like, even making, like, what do you do if someone in Poland fucking orders one? How much do you think it's going to cost me to fucking ship this shirt to Poland? What if they get a like, couple hoodies or something? I got this big bulky ass hoodies. How do you fucking send something the size of a torso all the way? Just to send them the design so it could be made there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll send them a spool. Let me email and... this to you. Hang on. <laughs> I can't even know. That's it's. Uh, if it was just everyone came and picked it up from around the world, that'd be fucking easy as pie. I'd just go make these. That's it. They'd be fucking free at that point. But uh, the 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 well, international sure the world wants. To show up and, and pick up that certain person from you. Let's say we had 30 or 40 people order one. Could you imagine me making 40 shipping labels, packing 40 things, taking 40 things of multiple shirts and sweatshirts in my arms to the post office and being like, okay, here. I can, because I wouldn't do it. It would be a lot of work. Although it would, it would be great. Maybe there is a service that could be used. Like, I don't want to use a service. I wanted, I was personally going to make the shirts, but I, you know, that's the idea of a service. Just because of the shipping is a nightmare. Like, they're set up to do that as a business. I'm like, I'm a one-guy operation. <laughs> I can't even get BG right, you know, me shipping out. Uh, that's assuming there'd be 40. I mean, maybe it's just like 10 people want one. Then again, I think we can name more than 10 people that would want one. Maybe. We can remember, you know, 10 people who still remember that that's a thing. Speaking of things, the Sex Wing Plus One is here, and that is always great. That is still a page on BG, too. Oh, yeah, dude. Get on my level. <laughs> That's what they did. Screenshot of you saying that is there too. Yeah. That also involves, uh, he got the idea to troll Murr in their Link Shell Discord. It's funny because that's not mentioned. Like, no one knows, no one knows who Murr is if they haven't oh, been in the store. 
Yeah, well, mm-hmm. the people don't know where it came from, but no one—that's true. That's true. Yeah, it's been—it's been a couple years since Mers been mentioned at this point. That's true. Coming back around again. Yeah, the people of the soon. But that's that. Oh, someone put Big Black Digger in here. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I've been—I've been actually having a hard time thinking about like what kind of episodes to make from here on. We have jobs like, we I, haven't done. We can do the updated ones, but. I like the update ones for a second, but we have jobs we have. They only done. happen once a month. Yes, well, that's also fine. But we had a couple of jobs. We have like three or four of them left we haven't done. Mashed potatoes. Yeah, but how interesting is going to be? Is you know a job like Sam going to be? You know, Sam. I mean, do you put strength and weapon skill damage in your hey, gear sense? Not everyone knows that Zanshin increases counter rate under Siege in Third Eye. That's true, and I don't think everyone understands why people are really upset that the Prime Katana has double attack on it and why. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I just thought I saw people doing cap damage with the fucking Great Katana, and I thought, oh, there's SCM. Oh, yeah, they Samurai. do cap damage, and yeah, it's just don't use on Hustle anymore. It's as simple as that. <laughs> or just Eat use a job just, know that, just know that sometimes your attack rounds aren't going to give you as much TP as others. Like, there you go. You know, Sam is a job that I always kind of wish I would be able to get into. It's just I've spent so long in this game dealing with Sam's just spamming Fudo. Oh, and I know one of those. Of at the end of the day, I can't even be upset with it because there's really not that many weapons. There, there's that one samurai that kept refusing to take Shining One even when they said they had it and lied about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I said I know one. Oh, yeah. I mean, when there's like different damage types and stuff. Yeah. Like, Sam can do a lot of cool things. It's just like in the majority of situations, you're doing that or like maybe you're doing hybrids. But I've, I don't know. I haven't really been as impressed with hybrids on Sam as I have been on Ninja. Well, it's kind of like um, how we thought the Monk episode wouldn't be much. The Monk episode I thought was really good. It was fine. See, I don't, I don't know. I guess, we, I guess I should sit down and look at what jobs we haven't done. That's I made a thing a while ago. Cats in the box. <laughs> so at this point, might be a thing. I'll wait okay. for it. And then I guess like one on like how the approach to like different content has changed. I guess that's a thing. Yes, I think people are still afraid to go to Dynamis, even though we've had like multiple episodes, not necessarily on Dynamis, but just about how you can kind of go in there as whatever. And like people still refuse. We just to take puck people. Don't even really ask. Besides, we have one tank. We make sure we have a tank. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not totally sold on the tank thing either, as long as you wave got, three. Like, healers. Well, yeah, wave three. That's what we need it for. You don't need to wave one and two at all. You're right. Yeah. I always forget you need it in wave three for some reason. Even though I've gotten the tank to wave three. Um, yeah, I guess we'll figure it out. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I haven't really felt that inspired lately as far as. I have a good time sitting down with you. Want to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it has nothing to do with that. Well, no, just I'm like, just saying. That's, that's, uh, I'm, I'm down either way. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm a cheap date, Fox. <laughs> I've gathered that. <laughs> your, your winter breeze. My cool girl, she. <laughs> this guy was making offensive Asian sounds. It's very pejorative. I don't like this guy. He's very racist. Don't worry. He's just neurodivergent. <laughs> I'm just intellectually malnourished. Yeah, there you go. So... We haven't done in a while, Fox, weeb shit, because it just came to mind. I've been watching Marshall lately, and that's fucking awesome. It's kind of dry. No, well, not Marshall, but like just weeb shit has kind of dried up for me lately. Like once Vinland Saga came to an end, like there wasn't shows I really watched all the time, except for I, I watch Hell's Paradise every weekend. So I've been meaning to watch and that because it pops up. Is it good? It's very, very good. And I liked uh, I liked Marshall as well. Um, I actually thought it was it was pretty funny. It was, the humor was up my alley. Yep. I thought so. Um, it, it had me sold, like in the first episode, where he's just he takes that guy's like magic he shot at him or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, and he dribbles like a boss." <laughs> he's like sitting there like dribbling soccer like around him and shit. 
like it was it was it was pretty funny like i'm not doing the joke any justice but triceps magic uh, triceps magic yeah <laughs> it's uh it's it, it's the it's the right kind of show i i think the reason i don't watch it as much is it's not a show because i i like to i like to binge watch when i watch anime yeah. Um, it's not a show that I, I remember to come back to every week, but I don't think I would be upset by coming back to it because it is very good. But yeah, there hasn't been like a whole lot of like big shows that, that I've really been into. I think a lot of the shows I was watching, I kind of fell off on um, or they just came to an end. You know? Yeah. But Hell's, Hell's Paradise has been really good um, the whole time though. So if you get the chance, yeah, it's, to, uh, it's definitely worth a watch. I'll check that out. So I've been doing... Um, Marshall, I do that on Fridays because Kara doesn't get up. I've only been watching that myself. She would enjoy it, I'm sure, but I had to find something because she doesn't get up on Probably. Fridays with me. So I need something on Fridays that I had just my own weekly thing. And uh, otherwise, we've been watching. We're trying to finish up uh, the Konosaba spinoff, the the prequel. It got better, even though it, it got it got better. Yeah, yeah, it got better. You know, when she gets to the town, the town of beginnings, um, where she's gonna meet up with uh, with Cosmo and everybody, like that that. The, it gets a lot better there. Uh, I think at the beginning when she was in the uh, when she was like learning like the magic yeah, and stuff, I don't yeah. think there's a lot of strong things going on. I did like the duck, particularly fun duck. Oh yeah, oh yeah, where she runs up and just murders it. I, I do, I did like the duck a lot. That was there's some humor still buried that was there. A funny joke. But yes, the, 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 yeah, some yeah. of those jokes right there make it worth it. I'm waiting for those. <laughs> she just, she just straight up murder shit. <laughs> no, no regard for the life of the duck. It's so good. It just cuts over. It's just sudden. Dead. Uh, otherwise, I've been watching Jintama just you know because it's it's oldie but a goodie. Oh, um, yeah. So I, I remember I sent it to you. Uh, ReZero season three is coming. Yes, out. yes. Very excited for that. And then uh, my buddy is really, really excited for a trigger show. It's a delicious dungeon. And it's just about like it apparently gets really dark, but it's about like just going to dungeons and like trying to like make gourmet food out of the monsters you find there. <laughs> what was that it's again? It's supposed to be very good. It's delicious in dungeon. Delicious in dungeon. Yeah. So it's, instead of like it's like it's a comedy that also has like dark elements and apparently like there's like some shit that goes down. Yeah. And it's all about cooking too. So like apparently there's supposed to be like food porn in it too. So it might be up your alley. I don't know. I I'll wait for him to remind me that it's out and then I'll probably go a little harder on being like hey here it is let's figure out if it's a show worth watching i also yesterday watched one episode of magical destroyers and that seems like it's going to be good what's that in it I says mean, right here in the description in 2008 otaku culture is eliminated in japan in 2011 oh no i've heard of this the otaku hero and his three magical girls start a revolution to bring back the otaku culture and it was very over the top and good in the first episode and i'm like i'm down with this Oh no! It's three magical girls. This is the otaku hero. <laughs> you knew it was great off the start because I said to Carrie yesterday, "I go, why does every otaku have spiral glasses? What is that? About? Is it is it a mandatory uniform? Is there an otaku? Is, is, is that the story? way it is in the show? Dude? Yes, he has the, the spirally glasses. That's funny. I, I didn't. As soon as it happened, I'm like, I I didn't know what the show was about when I did it. I just saw it. And I'm like, oh, I saw someone in the Avatar that lately. Let me just click this and see how that is. And I'm like, oh, I see the spiral glasses. This guy's an otaku. And then it starts going right up the top with all the otaku shit. I'm like, oh, there you go. They like <laughs> round them up in cages like it's uh like it's uh the 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 uh, Terminator fucking four or five, whatever it is, they get everyone in cages <laughs> and they're rounding them up to bring them somewhere. They're like they're like taking all of their uh their random manga and whatever they have and just torching it. Like they've collected it for elimination. <laughs> so they have like cages of the otaku and everything, they're just eliminating them. Like the cities are being purged of otaku. 
I think my main issue is that unless it's a show that I'm really hyped for, like ReZero, um, I just don't have the attention span for it anymore. Like, sometimes I even forget that Hell's Paradise is going to be on, even though I like watching it when it's on. Just forget. So, like, Vinland Saga, I made sure I watched that every week because it was fantastic. Um, but, yeah, I just, for whatever reason, like, all these shows seem to, like, fall out of my uh, attention span now, whereas before I would watch them and critique them and be like, hey, this, this show is good for this reason. I like talking about this stuff. Um, but I found myself getting, like, more and more, I don't know, just associated with it. Maybe it's called growing up. Um, Maybe it's just because you're a Final Fantasy XI player and you don't have the ability to pay attention to anything. That's true. That's true. Not unless I can like pay someone to like let me know how you know a synopsis or something. They'll do the work for me. ML forty seven, right? Yeah, yeah. But they gotta binge forty seven episodes of this anime and tell me about it. <laughs> that's that's how that works, right? I'm sure they'll set up a bot. But at any rate, yeah, I think I think that's about it. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. Thank you, Fox, for your time. It is always a pleasure. Yeah, no problem, dude. All right. I guess that's uh, my cue to go. Yeah. Later, guys.